Welcome back to Podcast Radio. I'm Andy. I'm Joe. And this, uh, before we get started, I just wanted to give a shout out. It's weird. Like, I don't even know. It just happened. Yeah, we got there. But why we have such a listening audience in Detroit, Michigan. Thank you, Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know anybody there. Well, I do know someone, but I haven't told him we have a podcast. You know, Adam. We know him. But he's not even over there. No, he's not even over there. But... You know, I always give love to like Cleveland, Ohio. We don't even have one listener there. It's, really? How dare you, Cleveland? Challenge. I know. I, I, I like the Indians and the Browns, but you know what? I do, and this is for real, have a love for Detroit, Michigan. The Detroit Red Wings are my um, hockey team because Cleveland doesn't have a hockey team. Uh, my friend Kyle Zirkel growing up in Alaska, he always had – uh, Detroit Red Wings jersey on in gym class. Really? And that's how I got introduced to him. I was like, that's my team, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, the greatest rebounder in the history of the NBA, Dennis Rodman. Rodman. He he brought two championships to Detroit, Michigan. That's right. My, yeah. my most favorite sports figure in the history of sports. Dennis Rodman. And a lot of people don't know that. You say Dennis Rodman, they think Bulls. Oh, yeah. Well, it didn't matter where he went. I got a Dennis Rodman Dallas Mavericks jersey. He he was there for a week or two. <laughs> so, yeah, I love him. Nice. <clears throat> Anyways, so Detroit, thanks for uh, listening. And go ahead and give us a, a shout-out on uh, podcast13 at gmail.com. Give us something in your area that you might want us to cover. Something we've probably never even heard of. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Shoot us something. Every place, every city, town, and state has something weird or unique, you know, about them that we would find interesting. So, uh, last episode, we were talking about colors. And um, you got to say it right colors. Colors. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we, we went back to the ancient colors, you know, how they did color therapy and stuff like that. Right. That's where we left off now. So to polish that end off is a modern color therapy. And it's funny how they used it real good back then, you know, and they're probably really curing stuff, you know, exactly. Go to the color house, uh, you know, shining light through crystals. Um, and then we modernized it. So nowadays, uh, they do have a color therapy. Red is used to energize or invigorate a person. Uh, blue uh, is to influence a person who has maybe depression or pain. Green is a color of nature, so they use that uh, to relieve stress or relax a person. Uh, yellow can be used to improve your mood. And then orange is pretty much like yellow. It's a happy, sunny thing. They'll they'll use that color. So there's two techniques they like to use. It can either be done through sight, that is just by like painting a wall or something, or maybe I don't know, flashcards or something. Mm-hmm. I have no clue how they're what the modern color therapy is exactly. Or um by shining it on you. You know, they still do that, but it's probably to a less less of an effect. Right. You know, as it was back then. But color therapists today believe that color can enter our bodies either through our eyes or skin. And each color we uh, can see has its wavelength and unique frequency. So, again, colors using wavelengths and and frequencies. Oh, yeah. So this was blue. 
that you're talking about. No, I did red, blue, green, yellow, orange. The core colors. Yeah, the core colors. So what they help with is stress, depression, aggression, high blood pressure, sleep disorders, anxiety. Uh, They say certain cancers and skin infections. Uh, But let me give you what the uh, American Cancer Society says. Scientific evidence does not support any claims that use the use of light or color therapy are effective in treating cancer or any other illnesses. So we already uh, learned, you know, wavelength and frequency can help cure that. They are saying, no, it doesn't. And there's currently no research, they said, to support that color therapy can solely be used as an effective treatment for any of these conditions. But we did learn from Anthony Holland, uh, oh, it was maybe last episode of the episode before that his Ted talk of 2011 would disprove this statement. Cause you remember 100 Hertz yeah. to 300 Hertz, he was killing cancer cells Yeah, and he has video of it showing, Oh, this cancer cells trying to uh, regenerate, create another cancer cell. And then he puts that frequency to it. Boom. They're exploding like balloons, just die and die and die and die and die. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. That is good. So um, as far as color, things to consider, walk, the premise of color therapy is that certain colors elicit specific emotions for most people. This isn't always the case. So just like everybody's unique and different, mm-hmm. you know, these colors might affect other people differently. So do you think with these like uh, sound waves, at any point, if they're too much, do you think it could be dangerous? Oh, yeah. I mean... I mean, it could probably hurt your ears, disrupt the cells in your body. I mean, if it can kill cancer cells, imagine if you got so high a frequency, what could it do to your your good cells in your body? Or so long? Yeah, like white blood cells, red blood cells. Mm -hmm. Like, who knows what all these microwave uh, things are doing to our bodies, you know, with 5G and everything else. So have you ever noticed, maybe when you were a kid, you could tell when the TV was on, even though you didn't hear it mm-hmm. turn on. Oh, yeah. That, that buzz or that hum, you knew the television was turned on. Yeah. You didn't have to hear anything click or vo- – I mean, you could feel – I don't know if I sound funny saying Yeah, like this. the tube is like firing yeah, up. Yeah, you felt that frequency of like, who just turned a TV on? Mm-hmm. You know? Or the old a- analog phones, if you'd walk in front of a television. Like you just broke a frequency. Yeah. You know, invisible frequency with so, your body. Exactly. So imagine being able to being able to see all these frequencies, radio, television, all just it'd be like severely polluted. Like what you could if you could see. Oh yeah. I mean not I say polluted, but I'd say True. just a lot ton of them. Definitely polluted because the um the broadcasting people that control mm-hmm. all the different wavelengths and everything, at one time there was only like two or three right. that you're allowed to use. Now, now there's none. There's no, uh, what I mean, there's none. There's no um, governors on it. Every single one is opened up, even the ones that are detrimental to you. Exactly. So I was about to say, now put yourself in the middle of all that. Yeah. And you feel, why do I feel bad today? Yeah. Why do I feel like I'm in a microwave? Because you are. You're in a microwave. Cooked. Yeah. And then if you're you got polluted air and that's getting cooked at the same time and you're breathing that microwaved polluted air in, you know, it's just a mess. And think about it, you go away, you're at the 
the mountains or whatever, no type of technology, you feel better. Mm -hmm. You talk about being grounded all the time. So it's why wouldn't it fix you when you're just, if the adding of these frequencies can help you, they can also hurt you too many of them. You're in the middle of them is making you sicker. Oh yeah. You out in the forest camping, what you feel better. Oh, I'm refreshed. I don't think you had all that garbage just bombarding your brain and body. Oh yeah. And even like in, um, Florida, there have been studies, you know, people that live in the state of Florida. It's so sunny. You got the, you got that salt, sea yeah air and the sun in the air and the salt uh all that air you're breathing is actual like vitamins that you're breathing in right yeah that's that's why you know why you wonder why people flock to florida when they retire because they feel good right the heat i mean even the air the sun everything is terrific that's true it's like having vitamins every day and you don't even need to drink them and it's to put yourself in a big city full of all that stuff in mm-hmm. there and all that those negative frequencies, which make you feel ill. Yeah. And what does that do? Make you go to the doctor. Make you give medicine. It's just a vicious cycle. Mm, cycle. Yep. So how you can get started in color therapy, just things you could do yourself, is get rid of blue lights at nighttime for better sleep. Laptops, phones, televisions can affect your circadian rhythm and wearing anti-blue light glasses so i've done this you can get light bulbs that are led ones that emit a a more favorable frequency for your body and i got those on my nightstand Um, they're like 12 bucks a piece wow but they last a long time too okay okay. so if anybody's interested in that give me an email i can shoot you the link to that um i don't have a television in my bedroom because i want my circadian rhythm Good, and I want my body to go. Oh, when I come into this room, it's nine night time. Oh, okay. Slip okay. into a coma, and then anti blue light glasses. I have some special glasses I wear when I play video games or watch movies in my room upstairs. <clears throat> if Christy doesn't want to watch them, <laughs> and they're they're anti blue glasses. Do you see? Does it look different? Um, I mean, they yeah, they definitely look different. <laughs> They're like this big. <laughs> Have you, you ever seen Morty Seinfeld on Seinfeld? They're yeah. that exact. It's the giant brand black glasses. My brother got me some frames of those. Oh, wow. And so I, was, I told Christy, I go, if Joe's dream ever comes true where we have a YouTube podcast attached to this, I'm wearing those while Heck I do yeah. it. You have to. I know. I have to stay disguised. <laughs> so <laughs> the other the last two are just uh, get out in nature even if that's getting in your yard barefoot right yeah uh-huh and then number three be intentional about color choices when picking colors from walls in your house or you know what you put on your body because like i said it affects everybody differently you know some that's people true. hate this color well then don't wear it yeah you know, you don't want to be like wearing a color you don't like. I hate this color. <laughs> you know, you have you feel like that inside, and you're walking around in the whole outfit like it. Hey, if this is medicinal, can we tell our employers I medicinally I can't wear the uniform you're giving? Me? Oh yeah, or it's against your uh, religious beliefs. I hate colors. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, what? <laughs> That's HR issue. Go see yeah. HR. <laughs> yeah, it's it's against my chromiotherapy uh, religious belief. <laughs> Just give them some, make as many big words as you can. They'll be like, what? And I'd wear the weirdest colors <laughs> at that point. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. 
So what else did you have as far as the therapy side of that? Because I think that's what a lot of people need to understand. If they were to experiment with this, just try it. We talked about the pitcher of water in a certain color we were going to do and see what it does. I bet people start feeling different. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it affects everybody differently. So just because certain color works for me may not work for you. Oh, yeah. Just for fun, we haven't even discussed what is your favorite color. Oh, mine would be like blue and then like brown. Those two, those two shades. Brown? <laughs> yeah. You I've know. never met anybody who likes brown. Yeah, I like brown. My skin is brown. I don't like it. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like you. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I like your glasses. <laughs> I want to see the blue ones. Okay. And yours is, I'm going to guess one is black. You like black. Yeah, uh, black and blue. That's black and blue. Yeah. Because being being a thick individual, we like black because it hides stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Hides muscles. Yeah, no. You don't just, want that. It just hides the, the lumps I don't Intimidate everybody you walk in front of. That's know. not muscle. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I like, I've always went more towards the darker colors. But, yeah, black and blue, blue and black. It's just kind of a toss-up there. I recently started wearing different colors. For example, I'm wearing a gray shirt today. Mm-hmm. I would have never worn a gray shirt in the past. Yeah, I know. I like that shirt, too. Thank you. High Tone Music School. School of Music. Mm-hmm. That's us. So so blue and brown. Does, what does brown make you feel? Um, I think I like it just because it's kind of like just a neutral color. It doesn't really like pop. It doesn't draw any attention. Okay. It kind of just blends. Yeah. And then I like blue because uh, my, my eyes are blue. Then when I wear blue, it makes my eyes look even bluer. You have pretty eyes. Thanks. You're welcome. So according to the Bible, in their version of this, blue has a celestial connotation. The color is all about the power of God in heaven. So that's why I asked, what was your favorite color? To see where you land in the uh, interpretation of what the Bible sees in, in the colors. What you, it's uh, basically because it references in Exodus 24.10, described the moment when Moses and others witnessed that the, that the God of Israel had under his feet something like a pavement made of lapis lazuli and a bright blue as the sky. So, do would you think that blue is God's hair color? Because a lot of stuff is blue. Uh, I, no, I wouldn't oh, think okay. so. What do you think God's hair color is? I, think, oh, I just think he would be like all white, kind of like when... Moses got hidden in the crack. He's like, hey, I want to see your yeah. face. And he's like, no, you can't see my face. Not not if you intend to Too live. Bright. Yeah, so he put him in that crack, and he saw his backside, and he was just like blinding white. White like, is all about purity. The color yeah. is used to depict the redemption from sin. So white has a lot of different references in, in the Bible, but basically it's all going to be purity. I've never met anybody who likes white though. That's, that's their favorite color. No, because usually it's, it's a clean, dirty too easy. What's well, it's a clean slate. There's nothing. We see it as there's nothing. Mm-hmm. And then you look pale. You look like uh, one of like the the dragon lady from uh, Game of Thrones. You know, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so okay. So what would you think red would be? What What do you think that'd be? Re- oh, in the Bible. In the Bible. Yeah, like uh, 
sacrifice, blood of Christ, mm, that right. thing. Yeah, it's exactly right. It's mostly associated with blood. The reference to animal sacrifices in Leviticus, all the way through to the final sacrifice of of Christ. Yellow. Sun. I mean, some kind of light or angelic type thing. You think? Uh, which is the color of gold. Represents gold. gold, God's holiness and power. An example includes the Temple of Solomon, which was built using gold. So it's one of the gifts brought to uh, oh Jesus, baby Jesus, mm-hmm. for Christmas time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see, green. Green would I just think of like leaves and nature and stuff like that. So maybe the Garden of Eden. Perfect, being the color of vegetation on Earth, green symbolizes life. So and all the and basically it goes back to yeah the Garden of Eden, amber. I don't know. It's connected with the glory of God. Not very many references to amber though in the Bible. Mm-mm. Purple. Royalty. Uh, you're good. All right, bronze. Mm. Strong and durable. So it goes on with all the not a lot of references to stuff, but black. Let's just jump to black. Well, well, you know what? Hold on. Brown is in this list. Oh, okay. Brown is a symbol for earth commonly used, commonly associated with devotion. Oh, yeah. So that that makes sense because it goes back to like when Zach Bagans dug up the earth of that demon house. Yep. And then we go back to the Bible where that guy's like, hey, I want some of this earth so I can worship on Yahweh's land. Right. When I go back to my, ha- my house. Right. So, for example, the monk's robes. And being the color of wood, it is very present in some of the holiest objects in the Bible, namely Noah's Ark and the cross. Mm-hmm. So I guess brown's cool. That makes sense. And Francis Canner Beer has a monk on the front of it, and his robe's brown. It's really? good. All right. Black. Uh, like evil. or <clears throat> Black is darkness and has connotations of sin, death, and judgment. Your favorite color. Oh, man. Joe's favorite color. <laughs> Should I change my color? <laughs> <laughs> now I feel bad for liking no, black. You're going to be brown forever. Oh, man. Well, I mean, I should change my favorite color. Oh, yeah. No, that's good. Okay. Uh, I, want to, I want you to change the black to white. I want to see it all white from now on. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that on the YouTube channel. <laughs> Here I am. They'll be like, put that guy in dark clothes. <laughs> all right, last one. This one may... Open up another can of worms. The rainbow. Oh, yeah. The rainbow. So the promise God made. Mm-hmm. The covenant he made. And then also what Revelation 5, 9, a depiction of the bride of Christ, every tribe, tongue, and nation. So that's going to be a whole colored, different colored Patterns, skin yeah. color of human up there. So And then it got corrupted into this. You exactly. Know, what is a rainbow now? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it funny how they took what was represented as a promise in the covenant to make it the total opposite, which that's what usually. Mm-hmm. Everybody, like I said, everybody yeah. borrows from the Bible. Everybody, yep. Even, even Satanists. They're the worst ones, though. Yeah. If you read into it further, of a lot of everything's just copied and then flipped, like Bizarro, Superman mm-hmm. Bizarro World type thing. It's just backwards. Because none of these, uh, they all need it in their religion, whether it's the gay pride flag or Satanism or any other religion, because there's no power in, the, those are That's symbols right. of power or 
verses of power or words of power, and they need it else. They have this flaccid, weak nothing. Nothing's original. Right. So that's kind of sad to say, but uh, for them, you know, they, they don't stand on anything original. And in, in not even just going Satanist, I'm just saying people who you see, you can show them the rainbow, and the first thing they think of is the homosexuality or those views and then we forget to say that's a promise mm-hmm. kind of different so next time you see someone with the rainbow flag on the backpack or like, dude what church you go to <laughs> I believe the promise too <laughs> <laughs> okay well uh, if you like our episode uh, give us a five star review or if you listen uh, continue to send in your emails at podcast13 at gmail.com if you want us to read it you'll have to put okay to read if not we will continue to not read so until uh, next time bye